0: Huh. <laughs> all can see your destiny and character is hidden in your name and all these god's weaknesses you're going know, to look at joseph okay as as i sh- shared before it doesn't mean if your name is not joseph then you don't have these uh, characteristics all right but for the person who has this name it will be manifested much more okay that is the destiny and the, the, the character of this particular uh, man of God or woman of God, okay? And that's why uh, some of you have begun I've just seen, hey, how come what happened to everybody uh, name change, All right? We don't simply change names, but God, as I said one day uh, some months ago when I woke up in the morning and then he said, word of God and then he said, oh, check in Hebrew. <laughs> and that was the start and beginning of the discovery of why God wants us to go and understand all right? the Hebrew letters, the meaning. And that's when he began to give names to different ones here in this ministry, including myself. Although I know uh, from the start that, that, was, that, that I had the ministry, he gave me the ministry of Deborah. I was not going to change my name (laughs) okay or even you know add and i was happy with my name because stephanie has a greek meaning as well it's in the bible but then god begin to move and speak and speak and speak until
1: i see okay Lord, for my case was add in right for some some of you Who have names that has no meaning (laughs) or or, or, you know and we see the importance
0: why our our names are so important as it brings forth our destiny and character from last week itself we were doing abigail and remember (laughs) nabel yeah can you remember right in the in the in the bible when we read about abigail abigail went to king david and said, uh, ignore, you know, disregard Nabal because Nabal was so foolish, you know, in his actions and that was going to bring him death. King David was going to kill him because of his foolishness. And then he said, Nabal, she said something very powerful. Nabal is just living out his name <laughs> and his name means fool. So the name, all right, that we carry or people call us, right? We are living it out, living that name out since we understand it. So if we have some names that have no meanings or whatever, we are just living it out, living it out, okay? So that's why God wants a new chapter in our lives, a new beginning, right? To live out the destiny and the character that he wants for each person. We are all different right, special and unique. We all have a unique destiny and purpose in this life to live for Jesus, all right, and in that name that he give us, okay, we're going to have the power and extra energy, divine, supernatural power to live out that destiny and the character of that name. So, in the Hebrew letters, right, but of course, all of us are all in Christ, in Jesus, okay. So, we have The He of God, which is the fifth letter, and the Aleph, and all power inside us through Christ. But according to that name that is given to us, that will be more manifested. Okay, so today we look at this person, uh, Joseph, but not so much as his story, but from his name, most of you already know the story of Joseph, roughly. You will see how... How Joseph lived out his name and uh, his life and destiny, his character from his name. Okay, Hebrew name. Okay, let's start. Genesis 30, 20 to 23. Then God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. Interestingly, all the wonderful uh, women of God, Sarah Rachel Rebecca and so forth Hannah they were all cannot conceive one (laughs) strange right and they were big names you know in the bible but they cannot conceive for many years Rebecca 20 years after married to Isaac cannot conceive in the bible okay so there was this why I, I believe as I when I came to it and look at it again this morning God really wants to show us that we can do nothing by ourselves. Right? And we can something impossible can happen beyond the physical limitation of our body or even our mind, right? Can happen when we depend on God and we partake of the tree of life. That's why we are partaking of his word today, learning the Hebrew letters, eating, right? The meaning and the wealth that comes from these letters. <clears throat> So, Rachel, God opened her womb, she conceived, and she bore a son, and said, God has taken away my reproach, right, in those days, and even today, right, the culture is that if a woman gets married and cannot give birth, it's humiliation, right, it's like a shame, but God took away her shame, her humiliation, when we humble ourselves before, you know, the word humility or humble. Humble, humility, and then the other part is humiliation, which is not a very good one. <laughs> okay, The part we humble ourselves is better than what you, and then I know we are humiliated, right? So that's why in the Hebrew letters that we have been going through, right, it's all about first Jesus humbling himself, right, to come down to our level, the finite God coming into uh into in uh, infinite god coming to to be limited by a finite world okay so god has taken it is god who will take away our the shame of our youth right all the things that we are ashamed of and he blessed so she called his name so he had a son and what did she call him joseph and said the Lord shall add to me another son. Okay? So when, that is her first son, when God opened her womb. And then she called him Joseph and said, the Lord shall add. Okay? Now, I'm going to remember yesterday's uh, lesson a bit. So she, first she said, the Lord shall add. That means not yet add, right? When you have the word shall or will, it's something that will happen in the future. So that name, let's look at this. The word first, the meaning of the word add. Add is the Hebrew letter there. There are three Hebrew letters there. Yud, Samek, and ku. Okay, we haven't come to learn the, the other two letters, but you will learn a little bit here this morning. So it is, the ad means to increase, okay, to do again. For her, it was, she wanted another son. So do again. All right, so that we open her womb again so that she can have another son. So that's adding. All right? It also means increase. Do more. Conceive again. Okay? <clears throat> Proceed. More and more. Now, so this was the word add. Now look at the name, meaning of jo- the, the Hebrew letters in the name Joseph. Just now we had three alphabets. Yud, Samek, and uh, cool. Now in Joseph's name, it has another extra letter. What's that letter? Wow. No. Huh? You also got just now. What's the extra letter? Wow. Yesterday you all learned one. <laughs> Forgot already the most simple plainest letter. Okay, later I will show you bigger. Okay, because in the in the screen you may see it very small. So when it comes, the you know, the Lord shall uh, add, okay, shall and then now go to his name, become Joseph, which is Jehovah has added by the, the letter Wow. So, what do you learn from the letter Wow yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> it becomes from was into is That's the main thing. okay I mean it has all this in it to understand that from nothing become now is. Remember I said the Lord said that the God said, let there be light for English we say and there was light in order for the light. that's what we think okay with the second sentence and there was but for God, you don't need a second sentence in the Hebrew uh, characters. All God did was put in
1: a valve, and the valve represents also who Jesus. Jesus. Yes, yes,
0: it's a connection. All right, so who connects us to God now? It's Jesus. So when you have Jesus in your life, all right, it is no more will be, it will become. It is now, all right? I will be healed no more. I am healed because of the vow, because of Jesus inside, all right? We, because Jesus connected us to God, right? To all the power of God. And when we receive Jesus, that is now the connection. We understand it. It becomes now. I am healed, not I shall be healed when uh, the doctor say I'm healed or what. Okay? I am. Okay, because of the bath. So Hebrew letter is the moment there's a bath there. It means that what is not yet exists now exists. That is in Romans four seventeen. Right, God who calls things as though they were uh, that doesn't exist as though they were. So how do you apply this in your life? Is that's what happens. That's when miracles begin to happen. Healing takes place instantly when we realize that. The vow, all right, is the Jesus, all right? The vow in the beginning is very powerful one, that character, because with, with the addition of a vow, it becomes, it becomes light. there was light, right? So let that uh, begin meditate until you get to see that with Jesus now, if God created this whole world and made that which was not to become, then all the things that God promised us, which we, you know, use in English translation. That's the little bit problem with all the translations, right? Because the translations does not bring out exactly what happened, exactly how powerful our God is, right? So we have always this future tense that will be, you know, we will be healed, we will, become, we will be uh, rich. But God already said, that's why you have this scripture in First uh, uh, Corinthians 8, 9. He was made poor so that we are made rich. It is an instant. That's what we call divine exchange because of the vow. Jesus being that vow. So the vow is a very powerful letter. Remember yesterday when God created, let there be light. The vow is the one that holds everything together. Jesus is the one that holds everything together. So when understanding of the Hebrew letters and language doesn't just make us, you know, have a head knowledge how to say aleph, fez you know, Gimel and so on, but to appropriate, you know, understand it and then live in the power of who God is and what Jesus did. So, you see, adding, there's a valve added to Joseph, whereas earlier, the same letters is just meaning the word add. But now the valve make it happen that in Joseph, Jehovah has added, it's already done. For us, we will have to add in another sentence, right? And God has to add. So no need. In the Hebrew, just add in immediately a vowel. Okay, increase. So Joseph's life was a life of increase. So Joseph's name in Hebrew is the characters, right? Add doesn't have the vow, correct? So but his name has yud, vowel, samek cool. Okay, Yud, ba, Samek, Okay, so we will go through a little bit of these letters when we come to the uh, these letters later on, letter by letter, we'll go more detail. But today, you will see how powerful these letters are manifested in Joseph's life. Exactly as per the the, the meaning of these letters. Okay, so first youth you, you, it's the first letter of God's name. Yud, he, bav, he. So this will be ongoing throughout our journey in studying the uh, Hebrew letters. Yud, he, bav, he. So in God's name, you have the first, the Yud. The Yud is the smallest letter in all the 22 alphabets. But it speaks of spirituality. All right, It's the hand of God. Do you have more? each time more and more right because as i said before hebrew letters is not just like our english language or other language one word a means this that's it okay it has many meanings numerical uh, value uh, shape of the letter has a meaning the pictorial value the name okay the word also has a meaning okay very important powerful letter this letter U, the smallest letter God needed to contract. This is very interesting. (laughs) I found this super interesting. God needed to contract his infinite being to make way for a finite world. Studying the Hebrew letters really expand uh, my whole uh, perspective of God many times more because realizing that God is infinite. Okay, So all the time, because of this, uh, we have translations. The translator just put he waphe as God and then use the same word God to describe anything, everything else. <laughs> anything that's a little bit out of the normal, then we say that's a God. Okay. But it is really uh, doesn't do justice at all to who God is. All right? When we know that we will no longer live a little shell like that, right? Realizing that God okay, is infinite. So, how many times you say, God, you don't know me? Ah. You we know, <laughs> you know, talk to God as if He's nobody like that. Or when we need Him only, we come. And if we don't even see that He can take care of us. Right? So, first, He is an infinite being. Infinite means infinity. There is no limit to who your God, to our God. No limit. We begin to see our mind cannot even think of what do you mean by no limit, no, no limit to God's intelligence, to God's wisdom, to God's power, to God's love. That's why only God can give unconditional love. Conditional love is a limit, right? Everything on earth, on man, has a limit, but God, no, infinite. So, God now need to contract, okay? His infinite being, and then now this is a finite goal, okay, where you have uh, the physical world where you can see, when you can measure. Okay, the little is called the little. It's like a pen, you put the dot like that first letter that appear to touch the paper, all right, with your ink. So it's the smallest letter and it's known by the sages, all right, that it's a little that holds a lot. Science says all of our physical reality is made up of Atoms. Anybody study science? Yes. <laughs> okay. Can confirm that, of course. Uh. If you don't, also, th- this is science, okay? <laughs> or even if you're not a science student, you will have basic knowledge. All right, it's made up of atoms. You see, science just not there's nothing bad about science. Science just dig up all the physical evidence to prove that actually God is real. <laughs> to, to prove actually the Bible is real. Because before the scientists discover it, it's already written. In the Bible. That's why where we discover all these letters is from the word, from uh, learning so far the five six letters in Psalms one nine. The emphasis is where the word, the word, it's in the word that we discover who God is. It's in the word, right, that we begin to know who our creator is and who we are. Without the word, we actually know nothing. Okay, so science. Uh, many times, if ever you, you, you read some sound scientific discovery, it's actually the Bible already telling you. <laughs> the Bible already said this. The scientists took years later to find out that, oh, what the Bible said is correct. Right, right. About even the earth is not square, but round, right? It's inside. I'm not going to go into this, but this is exactly, if you go into the word, right, then you will see, oh, what the scientists did tell you, actually, it's already in the bible okay so all of creation is virtually an endless series of atoms look at youths this way as if all of creation is an infinite series of youths youths god's power God's hand you see all the letters creating the moment god speak that word that is uh, from different hebrew letters to call, the power and energy of Hebrew letters. The world is discovering it now. You know, what is so different about the Hebrew language and compared to all other languages. Okay, so first, this is one of the things, all right? to For us, us, Holy Spirit, help you to see, all right, that God created this whole universe all through the energy. You know, what is creating? That means what was not become something anybody can do or not. You go to the circus of what is called magic. <laughs> it's called illusion. That's why we don't believe, right? Because such thing can happen. You don't see. The magician can do for you, right? Now you see. Now you don't. And then, whoop, come up. So that is called to the world. The finite world is called magic. And believers don't know how to access the real power. That means this person is sick. The cancer is there. When a man of God, a woman of God, or even that person itself, herself or himself begin to speak God's word, the cancer dissolves and disappears in an instant. Okay, so now you have seen a little bit of divine healing. So how does that take place? Is it magic? See, if you don't believe that this is what God can do, now you see, now you don't. You don't understand the power of God. All right, which means you are still believing in your own uh, what is within your five senses what is within what you can see hear, touch feel, and anything outside of that which is called miracle is exactly means this that which does not exist begin to exist and the other way around also we have the shin okay which is the fire that destroy so destroy the cancer cells destroy the poverty destroy the fear and the lack and this is the power the dynamis power that we have when we got born again and Holy Spirit came upon you it is not from this earth it is from God above all right so now this is the youth if there's a youth in every letter that's how God begin to give the supernatural power and created this universe. So what you see here in uh, Colossians is, it, is from, is made up of the, the, the kingdom, the world that is not seen. And what is not seen is our creator God, not seen as not seen with our physical eyes. So God, whom we cannot see, yud heh wah or Yahweh, created what you can see in this natural world. And today, God gave that power through Jesus Christ to his church to his believers if we can but no understand this and speak this you will see these things happen miracles happen effortless effortlessly because it's not your power okay so this is look at see how the you very powerful is god's fiery hand another understanding of the word or the,
1: the letter
0: youth. So, all of creation is an infinite series of youths. In the gematria or the value, numerical value of youth is number 10. We we are not going to go detail a little bit of it. Full manifestation, 10 times 1, 1 is God. So, 10 is also completion and full manifestation. You also see 10 things created. Uh, On the first day, Abraham had 10 tests and after that he passed all and was uh, given the uh, blessing, what we call today the covenant blessing. He inherited a land of 10 nations, it's written in the Bible. We bring a tenth of our income or crops to the Lord Yahweh. All right, that is where tithing comes in. It's a 10, 10 commandments. So all this is represent is from the youth, right? So that's why when we tithe, it's 10 there. 10, God only required tend to give back to him which means there is a supernatural power of god the youth there into our lives when we we give that ten back to god see the fiery hand of god works as well as the shin there the fire of god destroy the the destroyer of taking our finances 10 commandments how much 10 commandments is nothing to be feared Right, It was uh, from studying the Torah, uh, studying the letters, right? It's so wonderful to realize the whole Torah, the Jews that followed the Torah, of course, in the Ten Commandments, and that's how their lives were so blessed. Okay, but today we follow it not out of law, right? But realizing that God has actually now written the Ten Commandments in our heart. Yeah, it didn't disappear. God didn't come to... Uh, delete the Ten Commandments, he just fulfilled the requirement of the law by himself dying on the cross so now that we can have the joy of obeying or, or fulfilling the Ten Commandments from a new heart, not from having to do in order to get blessed. We are blessed and now God writes the new the covenant, his laws, his desires inside our heart. So it is no more scared of the Ten Commandments. You know, it's like thou shalt love the Lord. Today, is you automatically love him. You are given that love through Christ to love him. But it's still there. Thou shalt not kill. We don't want to kill anymore. Okay? We now have the ability to actually obey the Ten Commandments, but without thinking about Ten Commandments as having to do this, having to do that. You're okay. Thou shalt uh, honor the Lord. Right. Today is out of joy. We honor him. See, but it's still there. It's not say, uh, no more in God's heart. And we will see more of it. So, in in following God's word, right, there is a power there. A power to, when the children of Israel obeyed the Ten Commandments, the power of God, the youth, right, hand of God was there to protect them, was there to empower them, to bless them, right? Because Deuteronomy eight eighteen. How did they become so rich and wealthy? He said, "I give you the power. Don't forget, I'm the one who gave you the power to make wealth, and they are the ones who follow the Torah." Okay, so you is inside the tent. All right, the power of God. How much holiness is contracted within us and bringing into fruition and into the world? So God and infinite God have to plan and make it into uh, Jesus to come and you know became a man contract him and all that power all that holiness and now he chose to live inside this body of ours sometimes it just blows our mind how powerful right? that we can be be as the new creation when we realize who is living inside us Okay. So, we will go into more detail of the youth when we come to the letter, uh, to the youth in our Saturday teaching, which is the 10th alphabet. All right. So, now then we are going into Joseph's life, all right, his name. The next letter after the youth was the vow. Okay. So, vow, I won't go much already because yesterday I already did quite a lot on, on it, the vow. But basically, it's the power to connect, to find, and to add. Right, it's the connector, the hook, the nail. All right, then the power inside it to connect God with man. Okay, to connect the promise to manifest. So we have the promise, okay, uh, you shall uh, be be blessed. Okay, how then the valve is the one that brings the power for the blessing to manifest in your life. You shall be healed. Now, with the valve inside, you are healed. Okay, so it acts adds, adds on and makes manifest what God said. The promises of God become real. And actually, it is in Christ because Christ is the connector. Okay, so if you want more about the vow, you can listen to yesterday's uh, teaching. Samet, so Joseph, letters are his name, youth, vow. Okay, Samet, you all haven't learned yet. I'll give you uh, a little bit. It's a circle from the picture. It looks like a circle. It represents the idea of surrounding. All right, a circle is round. So it surrounds you. Also, protection and support. Okay, how? So it's a close circle and circling care of God, uh, of God for his people. So it represents. God's surrounding us with his care, with his protection, all right? with his favor. And you can see that later I will bring it to Joseph's life. Very evident. Okay. His name, his life, linked so much to his name. He was your circle means care, the surrounding energy that protects you. That's why we when we go out or wherever we are, even at our home, right? The word of God says he is protecting us, surrounding us. You want you. you know, sometimes you trip, you didn't fall. There's an angel that is protecting you. And we're going to get more into this also. Very interesting. The overall concept of circles and cycles, seasons and tree. To support or surround, so there are seasons in our lives. All right? Cycles, as you saw last time, in the cycle of harvest time, seed time, harvest, day, night, winter, all the season, right? And sometimes there are also seasons in our life, cycles. We can see that in Joseph's life. There were seasons in his life, many, many seasons. Okay? So, but in all the seasons of his life, when he went through uh, difficult times and all that, God was surrounding him with his protection, right? To support, to surround like a hug or embrace to support the person. So when we hug, we go around, right? Our arms go around another person. So it's like God's arms, all right? Embracing us, embracing his people, all right, surrounding them. The teacher puts his hand on the student's head, in a sense surrounds him with his energy that makes him a representative of all that he has learned and wants to give over to his uh, student. right? So the laying on of hands right, is an impartation of what the teacher has all right, and giving to his student by imparting that hand hand surrounding the hand on the head okay this is the uh, all in the meaning of the of the alphabet um that we uh of uh what alphabet? summit okay god supports all who are falling even before the fall is from the word also all right that means that is how how uh secure we are in christ in our god he is supporting us all the time holding us Okay. when we are falling, we are sleeping, Even before that happens, that's how wonderful we, uh, God is. So we have the Jewish circle dancing. Where everyone feels it has a meaning of equality, equal holding hands together support. Well, in a circle when we dance, okay, we did that uh, recently, right? Everyone is equal, right? In a circle, and we are holding hands. So. It's a, 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 a picture of support to one another. Okay, one is included in another and also nullified in another. Got great support that comes from knowing that God cares. So everything that Jews do has got meaning, even their Jewish dancing in a circle. Now we understand the meaning of why we dance in a circle. Not the today one on your own. <laughs> it's a lone ranger dance. but. So for the Jews, they dance in a circle representing right, the meaning of God is supporting them and they are supporting one another. So they are a close-knit race of people because they know they belong to God and support each other. Same as the church today, right? God's word say, right? Bless the people in the household of God as well. Then go bless the others outside. Okay, So this is in, in the meaning of the word summit And in Joseph life okay joseph life remember he 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 blessed his family and he blessed the whole nation of israel god used him rather so it has the new the this uh, letter samet has a numerical value of 60 okay number of bodyguards <laughs> It's the number of bodyguards okay uh, you have a roof roof go now formerly Adeline, all right? Number of bodyguards surrounding King Solomon's throne. Song of Song, chapter 3, verse 6 to 7. Look, it is the king's marriage carriage, the love seat surrounded by 60 champions. The mightiest of Israel's hosts are like pillars of protection. So this alphabet is talking about another aspect of God, all right, in his surrounding us with protection, with 60, the number 60 represent bodyguards. <laughs> King Solomon had 60 bodyguards that surround him to protect him. So we know we go out, we are anywhere, we are protected, surrounded from virus, from sickness, from poverty, from you know whatever that is bad in the world. They stand ready with swords to defend the king and his fiance <laughs> from every terror of the night. So, Psalms 119, that's where we all uh, learn the so called Psalm protection psalm, right? With this understanding, right, then it, that psalm has more meaning, all right? We are surrounded. Thousand may fall at your right hand, ten thousand at your left hand, but it shall not come near you. Why? Because you have Samet. Actually, you have God. So it's today in Christ, not only do we have 60 bodyguards, we have God himself. God said, I will be your bodyguard. See? So no more fear, right? When How do we get all this? The word. When we have understanding of the word, our, the fears become lesser and lesser in our life. Right? That's so why you become bolder and bolder. And living in the completeness of what God has done for us. So, you have not only 60 champion bodyguards, today we have Christ Himself, God Himself, all right, as pillars of protection. So, you have another aspect of this uh, number 60, okay, which is the letter summit, it's the Aaronic blessing. In the Aaronic blessing, which the Jews pronounce twice every Sabbath morning to the Jewish people, there are 60 letters. Okay, this don't count it in our English. (laughs) English is a translation. In the original letters, okay, of this blessing, there are altogether 60 Hebrew letters. So the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you shall bless the Israelites. This is the way you shall bless the Israelites. I remember somewhere this this year when God showed me this one. He says that each time you say this to the people, I myself will bless them. And discovering the Hebrew letters meaning is even more powerful. All right. This blessing that we just sometimes take for granted. Okay. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. Has not much meaning. But today... I hope as we go along, you begin to see how powerful this blessing is that surrounds the people of Israel, the Jews, the priests. God told them this is how you bless them. You just say this to them. And in all these words here, which is translated English, are the Hebrew letters. And it all comes from the letter Shamek, which is 60, numerical value of 60. The Lord bless you. put it in the amplifier has more okay but i'm not going to uh, speak hebrew it's not it's not so much that we must speak hebrew in order to enter this but hebrew understanding help us to have a understanding of actually how great is our god and bring us to a place that we cannot even put describe god in words anymore that's why the jews cannot even say god's name when they realize their creator, their God is so infinite and so powerful. The Lord bless you. Now, you all receive it. Okay, because this is God's blessing. The Lord and the Jews will be in a place of re- receiving when the priest pronounce this blessing of Samet, God's favor surrounding them, onto them. The Lord bless you and keep you, protect you, sustain you, guard you. See the word guard there in the let us submit. The Lord make his face shine upon you. So they will start the day of being blessed this way, knowing that God's protecting them on the road, on the highway, in their home, in their business, in their work. The Lord make his face shine upon you. Face talk about favor, favor of God is on you. You go see the boss suddenly, Wow! extra increment, (laughs) right? Favor, okay, favor coming and be gracious to you, surrounding you with loving kindness that we don't deserve, not from our own effort. The Lord lift up his countenance, his face upon you with divine approval. This is what we have received through Christ. Today, we receive approval, his being, his righteousness, without our own effort of doing good or doing right and give you peace, shalom, a tranquil heart and life. That's why you can start the day off going with peace in our heart, even though there may be challenges in the working place or whatever we are doing. Yet there is this peace ruling and reigning, and today that is in Christ as well. So Aaron and his sons shall put my name upon the children of Israel. See how God exalts. His name, his name, Jehovah. It says Aaron, the priest, and all his sons. What has the children of Israel got that the world, the Gentiles don't have? The name of God, you he waf upon them, surrounding them, the creator surrounding everything that they are doing as they go about their daily things in life upon the children of Israel and I. Personally, will bless them. Baraka, another word we haven't gotten into yet. Will bless them. The end is also circle, right? Samak is a circle. The end of a thing is contained within its beginning. Okay? You cannot see the beginning and the end. It's a whole circle, right? But there is a beginning, there's an end. The end is there. The, the thing that has its beginning in God shall be brought to completion by God. And that is who? That is you and me. Our life started in Philippians 1:6. All right, Paul says, and I'm certain that God actually is Jehovah, you who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So that if we started our life, right? God started our life and we Continue in this walk with God. He is the one who will finish your life. All right? There will be an ending. It's a good ending. You can see in Joseph's life, right? This, the meaning, this letter is in his name. And you saw the beginning of his life. He was born. And then you saw what happened to him, right? At 17 years old, he had dreams. And then after that, he was sold as a slave. So if you follow his life, actually, it was only until about 30 years old. 30 years old, he already sort of, the Lord already finished a wonderful ending for him. right? So beautiful because it started by his name. His name into his character and into his destiny. right? The end of his life was so glorious. I will go into that a little bit. As we go along, so all of us we are in Christ. God has begun a work in our lives, each one, right? And sometimes we went through a whole journey, right <laughs> around. Okay, but He was still protecting us. And His promise, if you know it, you can quote it. Keep on confessing it. God, you who have begun a good work in my life, you will finish it. So sometimes we go to the dumps and you know trials and all that, and we think God is not there. But the Word of God. To continue. Samek means that he will finish it. And we can see that that's why you need the word. All, right? all the word reveals the character of God. The Samet. all right, It means this. He will bring it to completion. The circle. So God representing himself in the circle. That whatever he start in our lives, there will be an end. There will be a wonderful ending. He will finish it. He will finish it, not, not we. All right? He will bring it to completion. Okay, so this is uh, not everything about Samak, but just a few things to point out Joseph's life. So when we come to it, we will uh, have more, more things about it. Then the next letter or the final letter of his name is Kuf. Okay? Kuf is the only uh, letter that goes under the line. Represents going down. The soul goes down to this body to fulfill its purpose on this earth. Right? Jesus came down from heaven, then died and went down into hell and then rose again, signifying that we all die with him. Okay. And also another aspect here is our soul. I remember there was one time I was sharing something about, yeah, we were probably in existence in heaven somewhere, our soul or spirit. And then came down, into this earth, into your mother's womb, right? Because he knew us before we were born. Okay, so that is, that is, that could be, all right? And then to fulfill a destiny, a purpose. So that's why when each person is born, there is this inside every human being to want to know why they are born for. And until they find Jesus Christ, they will never find that purpose of life. Right? because it is from God we were created, and it is God who gave us our purpose and meaning in life, so the K cool is going down, and it, it begins, another part of another meaning, it begins the word holy, okay, it rejoices in holiness, kadosh, it is the first letter
1: of the word holy, every letter has a revealed aspect and a concealed aspect.
0: So this letter kuf has a leg that extends below the line. The mission of the righteous man, right? After that, we were born again. Where? From above. Okay? your spirit born again from above. So now we are put back into this world. See, when you got born again, you didn't die and then straight away go heaven, right? You're still living on this earth. Why? It's the mission. The kuf there, all right? of holiness and the mission of the righteous man. Now you're being made righteous in Christ. You are right by faith, not by, or you're right or holy by faith, not by your own doing of good or bad. So it is like our mission. We are now made righteous today. Now we go into the world. Remember a few weeks ago, I said, right? Don't Christians just go to church. (laughs) There's no uh, uh, Christian new creation, go to church. You are the church. But there is a word there, go to the world, (laughs) go into the world, is what Jesus said, and then the church changed it, and say go to church, (laughs) see how sad, you know, everything has been changed, okay, so now we get back to the truth, right, go into the world, right, we are the church, the church is put back into this world, after you're made right, you're made holy, you're put back into this world, go into the world, and bring the holiness there. Holiness, remember, it's not about just doing good or be holy, that's religion. What is the holiness? They need Christ to make them holy. Bring them the real holiness that is in Christ. You are the righteousness of God. Okay, so understanding this bring into the world. That's the gospel. For in the gospel, the right in Romans 1, 16, 17, look, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, first the Jew, then the Greek. For in the gospel, what is revealed? (laughs) The righteousness of God is revealed. So when you go into the world, you preach the gospel, you are revealing the holiness of God, the righteousness of God, which is the power unto salvation. Okay, Because men cannot become holy by themselves. They have to be made holy by Jesus. Each one of us were in sin. We were made righteous only when he made us righteous, right? Through the vow, he came into our lives and we became righteous in an instant, in a moment of faith when we believe we were all transformed. Remember the vow talks about connection and transformation from this state into another state, from a state of a sinner into a state of a holiness, of a saint. That's what Jesus did for us. That is the power of the vow, okay? And this is holiness, the coup, okay? The world has struggles, isn't it? Everyone, as you go through, even you are the youngest, you also uh, may go through certain struggles because Jesus said in this world, there will be tribulation. There will be struggles. There will be problems. There will be obstacles, right? So now in this uh, Cool, all right, it's otherness and not, okay, this cool, all right, in holiness to live up, to live in this world in holiness. First, he gave us this holiness and to live it out. That means you will have to stand up for righteousness. Certain things you won't do. Okay, of course, partly the word of God say don't do, but another part you can't do anymore. You can't lie anymore. You can't do uh, with things without integrity anymore, right? You will You will follow God's word and God's way that has been put inside your heart. All right, so the world continue all right, with bribery or whatever, all you know, no integrity, just do. But today, you are the holiness of God. You just cannot do these things anymore. No more white lies, (laughs) not as in thou shalt not lie, but realizing you have been made holy in Christ, you don't want to lie, you don't want to sin. That's why grace is not, wow, now. I got grace, I can go out and sin. Actually, what happens is you cannot do it anymore, and you don't want to do it anymore. Because today, the church, the body of Christ that has been made holy will bring this holiness, this cool of Jesus Christ, of God, to the world. And they will see the difference between a believer, a child of God, and a non-believer. That is your difference. But it's not, I'm trying to, to be holy. But you have been made holy, all right? Okay, so it is not for the faint-hearted, all right? A little bit persecution. Ayah, why you're so holy and then you don't want to <laughs> you go back to the shell, all right? It's for those who are strong, all right? And that's where we build our spirit man to be strong, to endure some persecution. So we need men and women of the spirit. It's only when your spirit is strong that you'll be able to stand against all those persecution people laugh at you. I even change them also. They laugh at you. <laughs> right? What more when you preach the gospel? They will laugh at you more. They will mock you. Okay, so how? It is for those who are strong. But how to be strong? In the spirit. When your spirit is strong, you can overcome all the persecution. Who we'll have the energy and genuine humility in the midst of struggle. So in whatever struggle or obstacles, Where is the humility? How how do we manifest humility? Turn to the Lord. Turn to his word. That's where all the Psalms, where uh, David turned to the Lord. In you, I find my strength. That's where in the word of God, we find our strength. We find our energy. We find our power to continue walking in the way of holiness and righteousness. And you can see that very evident This holiness
1: aspect very evident in Joseph's life. Where? Which part?
0: That was not so much holiness. There's another aspect where he was tempted by Potiphar's wife, correct, to sleep with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay right she wanted him and he said what he feared god he ran away that was an act of sin and unholiness right so he in his name is holiness he represents god's holiness it's a, as in a sense it's a fear of god right rather than being, uh, go into that temptation and he'll become tainted by the world, tainted by sin and unholiness. God gave him the power to resist that temptation, and he continued to be holy, even though at that time, uh, Jesus, not yet, all right under the old covenant see his name, his character, all protected he was protected by God through his name, the Hebrew letters in his name, that was his destiny that was his character Jesus said in Matthew 5, 11, 12, God blesses you when people mock you. All right, that's persecution. All right, we still remain righteous and holy and persecute you. They say bad things about you or they say, you know, why you must must, uh, other Christians all very quiet one, why you must talk about Jesus one? <laughs> and then you, after that, you shut up. <laughs> so it needs to be the strong, okay? Uh, uh, but Jesus said what? When we are persecuted for righteousness sake, not because you are foolish like (laughs) Neville, but when you are walking in righteousness and you're doing what God is telling you to do and people mock you, then God would say, Jesus said, God blessing you. All right. When people persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers, be happy about it. Be very glad. a great reward awaits you in heaven and remember the ancient prophets were persecuted
1: in the same way okay now you tell me which part is joseph life here you all know joseph's story right where where (laughs) look here uh. (laughs) look at the word When? <laughs> no, it's life, his life.
0: Okay, that is part of it. But there's one very big one here. Very obvious one. Why you cannot see that? Uh, because you don't know the story very well. Huh? Huh? No, no, no. His life. His life. His
1: life. Potipa's
0: mm. wife lied about him wow. to Potipa. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See? Go oh, read the word more. All right. Spot it. Okay. He Potipa lied to a uh, wife lied, right? Lied yeah, to his her, well. to her husband that he wants to rape her or something like that. It's a lie. He was. Falsely accused. That's why he was thrown into jail. Okay. And then you say, if you see things as just who stopped there, you say, wow, gone already his life. But at that moment, what? There's something going to happen in the future that you're going to be blessed. So this is why God said, when people lie about you, don't need to defend yourself. Right? He didn't defend himself. That's why he was thrown into uh, prison. That was his life, okay. So when people uh, lie lie about you, whether in work or in office or family, whatever, you don't have to get upset about it and even end up in prison. Because you need, we need to see our God. Joseph always saw you, hey, that he's God, is great. So even people lie about him, they go into prison. He still great until the time. For us, we see the future already not yet. If now you go in jail, you won't see turn around. (laughs) You only see the bars and the curry chicken. (laughs) right? But that's where when we go into God's word, we will begin to see the future, see what God said, and just go through for the time for whatever God need to allow us to go through to teach us or to use us at those times in our lives. Okay? Rather than we are so physical we are so physical right we just see what is happening but because we, we we know the story already we know the ending. So remember follow where at that stage as if you don't know what's the other's ending. Okay. so he was lied about so if people lie about you you set for 10 days <laughs> or you try to write in email and everything to explain. Da, 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 da. See, that's what we do when we don't know. We have a thought. That Jesus said, I will bless you when people mock you and lie about you. And we don't know that vengeance is mine, says a lot. That's what we learned in last week's lesson, right? Yeah, Abigail, Abigail's story. This is all practical for our life. It's not just learning about Joseph or Abigail. It's for our lives. So we know that this letter, yeah, of course, more predominant, more for us to see because Joseph, again, is another type of Christ. All right. <clears throat> Actually, the, 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 the people also lied about him. right? Mm. Same, but he didn't seek vengeance. All right. He says, Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you. Isn't this already manifested in Joseph's life? And he said, The ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So, you know, not only Joseph, there are many others. They were also persecuted. So, Jesus said also in our time, if they persecute me, they will persecute you. Also. Ah, so, anybody want to leave now? <laughs> That's what Jesus said, right, in John. Yeah. After he his, his, his shared about himself as the living bread of life, he had to eat of me. Then he asked the disciples, who wants to leave? <laughs> because when we receive Jesus and we, dis- we decide to follow him all the way. alright, Because Philippians 3.10, Paul says that I may know him, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. What suffering? Not sickness, not disease. The suffering of persecution. Willing to go through? Willing to be mocked? Willing to be lied about? Yeah, These are a little bit to be laughed at, when you don't, you won't encounter all these things if you never share the gospel. <laughs> if you just go home, go to church, and then go home, these things will not really happen to you. Nobody even knows you are a Christian. Yeah, it's when you start to begin to proclaim Jesus Christ, not in a religious way, right, in your life, and telling them who God is, who Jesus is, and who you are—the good news. Then there will be persecution. You're starting to save souls, starting to reach out. Then, then you say, I got persecution, you never even share gospel with anyone. What persecution <laughs> that you have? I also don't know. God also don't know. Right? Persecution comes when you start to speak. When you start to share God's word, you start to begin to do something, all right? On God's side, then you will see persecution. And that's where you realize you you need to know that this is part of serving the lord part of being his disciple all his disciples became apostles and then all <laughs> yes all became martyrs <laughs> okay so if you, nothing will happen to you. You just sit at home and keep quiet, right? Who's going to kill you? <laughs> they say, oh, I'm a Christian now. I embrace persecution. And then you sit at home. Who is going to persecute you? Uh, the devil said, you continue sitting. <laughs> and then you just enjoy the verses. No. Right? When you realize the truth of who Jesus is, how good he is, and you go out, then you will receive persecution. And that is when you receive the great, Wow. Yeah, so nobody leaving okay <laughs> but get out of the couch and go out and preach the gospel okay holiness Leviticus 20 26 and you shall be holy remember this word ku is the first letter of the word holiness or kadosh and you shall be holy unto me begin to go and you know uh, go, going back to read the the Torah and the Old Testament books is so enlightening and so wonderful. You shall be holy unto me, for I am the Lord. I am, I the Lord, which is Yudhe Wahe, am holy and have severed you from other people that you should be mine. See, God is holy and He made us holy. That's why the type, the 10th part in, in Leviticus. I don't know whether I put it or I didn't put it. It says, "When the the ten part is holy, the rest shall be holy." The one ten, okay. So when we give, I will bring our tithes to God. It sanctifies the rest of our uh, uh, the the income that we have. Kadosh, all right. You are set apart. See why we set apart the ten of our income consistently because that part is holy. We set it apart. It belongs to God god is holy (laughs) so that which belongs to him is holy When we put it back give him back the holy part god says the rest become holy yeah god's holiness there's a a difference here only uh, to understand god's holiness is inherent in him so he is holy god all right that's why when we worship in heaven it will be forever and ever and ever say holy 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 yeah, good worship this morning, Abigail. Yeah, wonderful, right? Declaring and worshiping, coming into his presence, and what we receive is how holy he is. And yet we can still stand in his presence. We were men of sin, but he made us holy. So on our part, how we can enter his presence, he is holy by himself. But we we get our holiness from him. Okay, derived to by Christ. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering of our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. All right, now, understanding roughly the four letters of Joseph's name. Pharaoh said to Joseph, so if we went through already, right? All those parts that were all, when he was uh, uh, beaten by his brothers, God protected him as a slave. When he was uh, uh, tempted to lose his righteousness and holiness he he continued to remain holy right because he feared God. So God also protect him in the summak and in the qu. Uh, and we see the circle, the ending of his life. remember the summak is the circle, right? So there is a beginning, there's an end. So his name has a beginning and then has a glorious ending joseph life right same like lord jesus he came and died for us suffered for us today he is gloriously seated at the right hand of the father okay just a little few uh, verses on the ending part of joseph life then pharaoh said to joseph so this time all restored already okay Uh, that the, the family know that he's joseph and so forth Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court. So the the Pharaoh from Egypt recognized Joseph's life as uh, honored by God. You at the ending part, right? You will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on my throne will have a rank higher So he became the prime minister, next in power to the pharaoh himself. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain around his neck. Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh. No one will leave a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. God exalted Joseph. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new Egyptian name. <laughs> See, name is so important. Huh? Even the Egyptian, the world recognized that. Zephaniah. Panir doesn't matter. He gave, well, what it means is very uh, interesting. He also gave him a wife. So he received a lot. He went a lot, right? The circle, the, his life, persecution, uh, being missed, uh, uh, lied about, defamed. Today we'll take court and sue already, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Joseph didn't do such thing. Alright? He just left it in the hands of God. He gave him a wife, also named Asana. He was the daughter of Potiphera, the priest of all. So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. And one day, God said what? When our time, uh, Jesus come after rapture and he come again second coming, he will put us in charge of this world. Yeah, to rule. Okay? <clears throat> but we all want that one, but we, we want to. The, <laughs> <laughs> the first part, not the persecution, the preaching of the gospel. Okay? Uh, I believe not every saint will be all right in in ruling okay but those who have served him he was 30 years old when he began serving in the court of pharaoh the king of egypt and when joseph left pharaoh's presence inspected the entire land of egypt as predicted for seven years the land produced bumper crops. this is the ending part where everything turned out wonderful okay i didn't read out the Uh, suffering part (laughs) but you all roughly know right what he went through during those years joseph gathered all the crops grown in egypt and stored the grain from the surrounding fields in the cities he piled up huge amounts of grain like sand on the seashore finally he stopped keeping records because there was too much to measure and this speaks of like the church the body of christ you know when we follow god's word and god bless us right the church will be wealthy at a time when there's famine, we will be able to help the others. We will be able to give. There's no lack in the church of Jesus Christ, in the body of God, in the body of Christ, right? This is where God, if we are in our tithing, and it's not because, remember, God don't need a single cent from us. If you have this picture of we are donating to God or we are giving to God because God needs it, we are undermining God. <laughs> we are seeing God so poor, we are richer than God because we are giving to him. Huh? <laughs> the Jews, you read the Bible properly, right? The Jews knows God is the one. He is the one who owns everything. Okay? And giving and tithing is for us, not because God needs it. It's for us to live in the blessing. He piled up huge amounts of grain, like sand on the seashore. And... You know, this is too much to measure. It's like Malachi 310, right? Just now, Pastor Chen Lan brought it up, right? Yeah, there will be so much that God is pouring out. Okay, but don't expect, just drop up from the sky. God give us wisdom. God open doors for us, open windows for us. Right? Blessing in multiplying uh, Rachel's tithing and offering and Nicholas one, you know, I remember she said multiply. Good word to remember. okay, multiply, God will multiply our resources, okay, until there's not too much to measure, cannot measure anymore, Joseph represented Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, okay, he had the wisdom, during this time before the first of the famine years, two sons were born to Joseph and his wife, Uh, Joseph named his older son Manasseh, God has made me forget all my troubles. <laughs> so wonderful, right? Today, in the communion, or in Christ Jesus, he doesn't remember our sins or our failures anymore. Even our successes based on our own righteousness, all washed under the blood. So good. He don't remind us of our sin so that we can forget all our troubles and everyone In my father's family, Joseph named his second son Ephraim. So beginning of his life, a lot of troubles. But the ending of his life, God made me fruitful in this land of my life. Fruitfulness, it belongs to everyone. Amen, Rachel? Yeah, fruitfulness, blessing over God. We can never outgive give God. Malakai 310, try me and see. <laughs> Anybody there to take God's challenge, right? It's impossible. I think, yeah, my sister went off radio. okay. Really she, she, she was telling me in her, her life they used to, I mean, they went through a lot of things uh, also, but they, in the end, they linked to Benny Hinn and all the other men of, men of God, Kenneth Hopeland Ministry, Kenneth Hagen Ministry, and they tied there. They partnered there because they didn't really go to a physical church for a certain period of time. But thank God for God's faithfulness in their lives, David and uh, uh, Susan. And she experienced God's blessing in taking care of them financially, you know, uh, as they partnered with them. And today, uh, I don't know, suddenly God moved her to also partner with the Beauty for Ashes, you know, and sow and plant here. It's very amazing because, and then she said to me, yeah, they have seen in their lives, right, that God, they can never outgive God in reality, you know, in, in their lives. It's, it's so wonderful to uh, hear that, you know, and within people that we know. Of course, sometimes we hear testimonies somewhere out there, and we don't know them. When you hear people you know, sharing that is so beautiful, right? Do we dare also to do that, okay? Partner with God. Partner with ministries, all right? They are serving God. They're teaching you properly God's word. They taught these ministries, kind of, again, kind of, quote, learn, just need to plan this. Uh, they teach boldly prosperity without fear from God's word. That's why, why in a ministry we need to teach prosperity because people need (laughs) they need money but they got they don't know so they live in poverty or in fear and try to learn how to make money from mentors outside the world but when they teach properly right god bless the giver and blesses the ministry right so as pastors leaders don't be afraid to share boldly you don't have to wait for the manifestation first by faith As we share, as we do, you will see the God honoring his word and the blessing and saving the world, (laughs) right? Because God's resources, God wants to pour first into his church that there will not be a poor person at all in the body of Christ, in the ministry, right, in his church, because this is our God, right? There will not be a poor person in Beauty for Ashes ministry. Amen? Yeah. All will be rich and blessed right, as we honour God and learn his word. At last, the seven years of bumper crops throughout the land of Egypt came to an end. Then the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had predicted. There are many other uh, types here. I will just bring up today. It's based on just the name. Okay, So you have the seven years' tribulation. I won't bring it into here. The famine also struck all the surrounding countries, but throughout Egypt, there was plenty of food okay, when there is famine, there's fear outside, pandemic and all that, the church will not be experiencing that, all right, the people of God will still will be blessed, okay, there will be provision, because remember, he's stored up, so when we bring our tithes, storing, right, <laughs> we are storing it's into the storehouse, God's place is a, as a church, it's a storehouse, so we may not see immediate, but when the time comes, you see, there is no lack in God's storehouse. Right? And of course, multiplied many times because we are putting into heaven. So at the time when the famine struck the world, there was famine all around the world. Right? Uh, Egypt was under the rule of, of uh, Joseph was prospering. They were able to help the others in the famine. Eventually, however, the famine spread throughout the land of Egypt as well. Today, we are seeing famine coming into the world, but not in the church, all right, as we follow God's ways. When the people cried out to Pharaoh for food, he told them, go to Joseph, (laughs) go to Jesus, right, right, to the women, the men and women of God, go to them. They will be able to help, they will have and do whatever he tells you. So what did God tell us? Tithing, offering, and then wisdom comes, right, prosperity comes. Can you imagine? Go to Elijah. <laughs> All right, go to each one. All right, who represent God? Who are following His ways? So, with severe famine everywhere, Joseph opened up the storehouse. See, God said, "I'll open up my storehouse and pour to you such blessing." There's not enough room to receive it, and distributed grain to the Egyptian. Remember the book of Acts. The church in the book of Acts. What happened? They sold their lands and sold everything. Yeah, and the, the church was able to bless the people around. Yes, nobody will lack, nobody had no food to eat, nobody starved. okay the storehouse of God. and when the children of God do this, what the, the church is so blessed that we can bless the outside people. we can do more missions to help without doing it as a charity, but doing it from realizing that the one who blesses is Jehovah God, Jesus Christ, and they want Jesus. Right? Charity and Christianity are different. Charity is out of the human love, okay? The limited human love. Okay, to care for the poor. Christianity is the love of God. That people need Jesus Christ when we give to them first the gospel and demonstrate it through the abundance of the needs to meeting their needs amen it's different so the people want to receive jesus charity without god the people just treat the person who give them like god yeah but we are not god we point them to jesus to the god of abundance who have blessed our lives so that we can bless them in the end they will receive jesus people from so severe famine, Joseph opened up the storehouses. It's like Jesus opened up the storehouses in the time of famine. All right, all your tidings have been put there <laughs> into the storehouse, tidings and offering. Okay, at the time when you need it, don't have to say, "Daddy, where are, are? No, Boom! You're always abundantly supplied. Distributed grain to the Egyptians for the famine was severe. People from all around came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph. They come to joseph to jesus because the famine was severe throughout the world today is the last days where the gospel needs to go out to the world all right the gospel of jesus christ declaring our god of abundance a generous god a good god and only god qualified to save men from sin okay so the last one the, the new name that the pharaoh gave to uh, joseph after everything the ending of his life so glorious was that name whatever Zapanapania it means treasury of the glorious rest. Today we are the church represents the treasury of God of rest. Rest we rest in Him because knowing that God wants to supply. It was His intention on day one to take care of man and that never change, because God never change, right? It's the same yesterday, today, eh? and <laughs> Yeah, so that doesn't mean that in the beginning when God created Adam, he created everything to supply and take care of their lives here, and then now you change, already. you take care of yourself. No, right? He never change. So that's why, send Jesus to die for us, now we are redeemed from the curse, and just follow a few principles of God, kingdom principles, and he continue to yeah, to take care of our lives and we rest in him as a glorious rest. You are in the treasury of God. You are resting or not? <laughs> okay? In the world, if you live in a treasury, in a storehouse with lots of lots of physical, you are happy, you are restful, right? You're not afraid. But actually in the world, what did Jesus say? If you're, uh, you're God, your God, if your treasure is in the world, you're also scared, right? The thief will come, the ro- rust, ro- robber come. Okay. But here in the spiritual, that's why the kingdom of God, right? Revealing to us, giving opening our eyes to see the spiritual realm. Our treasury is in God. And there will not be rust. <laughs> there will not be robbers and thieves to come and take whatever we are we, we need in life. In fact, we'll have more. Then you just rest. Just rest. Daddy God, I type, I offer, I rest in Jesus. What you you have done for me, I'm rich. You were made poor so that I can become rich. And then you open the windows of heaven. Whatever I sow, I will harvest as I sow it. Take these other verses. And you rest. You go to work resting, (laughs) not stressing. (laughs) Today how? Maybe I might lose my job. Today how? No business. Open the business. Door, nobody come in <laughs> your shop. Okay, you don't have to worry. God will begin to bring and increase your business as he added in Joseph' life, blessing after blessing, right? Even when he go through, Amen? Amen. So this is the rest that we have in Christ. It is the uh, the blessing in Joseph's life and in all our lives, because Joseph also represents Jesus. he's a type of Jesus, and you see, you. What do you learn today, youth, valve, samet, the circle, the holiness, the protection, the surrounding of favor, and all comes from the youth, God's hand of supply, of uh, creation of giving us ideas, and the valve Jesus. Because of Jesus, all these blessings can now come to us. Yes, and happen the moment. We believe. Amen. 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 We not just not yet go into the the word Hebrew letters for Amen yet. So much, huh? So much, huh? So interesting, huh? Yeah. I I remember yesterday one, the giving thanks. The word giving thanks. The Hebrew letter? The vow. The youth, the vow. Anyone remember God already? <laughs> giving thanks, there's a hey there, and there's another valve. So the first valve when we give thanks to God, acknowledging God is the supplier, owns everything. So giving thanks, connecting to God. Then after that, to what? To His goodness, the valve again connect us back to the goodness of God, the miracles, the blessings. So that's why uh, God's word say what? In everything, give thanks. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to Jesus. Like what Joseph liked. Give thanks to God. He just honor God, knows that whatever stage, cycle of his life, the end, God is in control and God will bless him. So when we give thanks, there are two valves there in the word giving thanks. The more valves each, most of our names got about It's a Jesus <clears throat> Jesus is the reason to connect us to God's blessing. so powerful. yeah the world take it also must give thanks, must give thanks, but one day give thanks, next day don't give thanks <laughs> because the world don't have the revelation, they don't have Jesus. but for us we can give thanks every day. whether it's, that's what Paul says in every situation give thanks. That's when we connect to God, the miracle of the five
1: loaves and two fishes. Why he give thanks to God is he saying, you, valve, hey,
0: wow? now connect to the miracle. When he look back to the bread, it has become multiplied. Right? You keep giving thanks for your, your, your money tiding, giving thanks to God, Re- acknowledging that he lives. Right and bringing that touch to him is thanking God. Thank you, Lord, that I have a job. Thank you, I've got money and got you know finances, and therefore I give it back to you. So powerful! <laughs> I'm excited not to go into even more Hebrew letters. And now, when we, even though we are in the English translation, we use it. Now we understand the power of giving thanks because of the Hebrew letters. We understand the power of Joseph's life because of the Hebrew letters inside power in Abigail's life, in all our lives, will be had Jesus. Okay. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Mm. God is so good giving us so much revelation of himself just to dwell in us and bless us. That this church, the church of Jesus Christ, will be so glorious and be that treasure house where God sends forth and blesses the people of the world with the good news and with whatever they need in life. Jesus being the, wow, being the connector, the powerhouse, the power to supply, for us to receive the abundant blessings of God. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, your word, your daba, That is life, that is alive, and bringing us to an understanding of the Hebrew letters, whereby you created this universe, this earth, and each and man, and every one of us, and you put us here, and you came down and lived in us. We were once lost and sinners, but Lord, you came and saved us, and we are found today. Thank you for this glorious hope and glorious blessing in you, Lord. That Today, in Christ, and the vow, we are all healed. We are all blessed. Hallelujah. There's none feeble among us. There's none sick among us. Even Madeline will receive instant, quick recovery in her body, Lord. Every sickness is gone. It's, it's been consumed by the fire of God every lack, every poverty, and every fear is being consumed by Jehovah. And Lord, that your youth that is full of life and power and is in every one of us, is in this universe, you are bringing together every day as your children honor you and obey you and trust in you and believe in you, you are bringing things to happen for our good, Lord. Things are that do not exist before, Baka, the blessing that didn't exist when we trust in you and believe in you and do what you say it manifests Lord. Father we call into being blessings unto your children Lord favor Lord protection to surround their lives Lord each one here Lord blessing upon blessing could increase add to them Lord your goodness, your mercy, your protection in their office, in their working place, in their business, in their work of their hands, to a multiplication. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation, Lord, more and more of who you are, Oh, our wonderful Abba, in the hey, Lord, the spirit of life that bring us joy in our lives. When we serve you, it's full of joy. It's no more drudgery or compulsion. When we give to realize you are the giver, you are the creator. And you own everything, Lord. You don't need our money, but we need you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are the Aleph in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you. And you bring restoration. And you, you who have begun a good work in our lives will finish it. Hallelujah. In every life here. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Wendy.